I'm just kidding. Hey, welcome to Swamp Flies Telling Lies. Uh, you want to hold that mic up? Oh. How's that? Is it too loud? No. I just didn't want you to sound like this far away. Are you sure? Yeah, Carlene's holding it on a selfie well, stick talking. Know. I'm not trying to be super... <laughs> Are you scared you're going to be all up on the mic with your fucking mouth breathing and loud nose breaths? <laughs> really good <laughs> <laughs> soundtrack was awesome too <laughs> anyway so welcome to swap lies telling lies we got carlene back hello so we went to guardians of the galaxy volume three what i want to start off with was i was pissed and you were pissed off at the same thing mm-hmm. motherfuckers coming in late mm-hmm. that happened to us past few times we went to movies mm-hmm. it, well let's say okay let's oh, talk. when what was the last one we went to uh, ant-man mm-hmm. quantumania mm-hmm. it happened there and it happened at uh black panther happened at black which was so fucking not cool it took me completely out of it when we're it, at black panther it angered me yeah like it was jam-packed there that for that screening or that that show that we went to and all these people were just standing up. They weren't walking to their seats. They were just standing right there. And it's just like, okay, let's let's break this trend, people. Let's, you know, I'm a, I don't want to be a Karen when we go to the movies, but sometimes I want to be. I'll be like, okay, man, let me go fucking. Hey, man, could you tell these motherfuckers to go sit the fuck down? Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and then it just makes me want to be like, hey, man, if you buy a ticket, you can't buy a ticket after like six fifty five. <laughs> well, well, that's the thing is they probably pre-purchase their tickets, right? OK. And yep. then they just show up late because they're like, oh, I don't want to go to the previews or oh, we're running late, you know, or whatever. But <laughs> so, it's and then their ticket, their seats are probably right in the middle. Yeah. Too. So they're the assholes that buy like the dead center tickets and then show up late to the fucking packed theater. So everybody has to get up and move. Fuck. And uh, or just. Uh, yeah. And then like. um I don't know, man. It's just uh, I, I I despise sharing rows with people. You know? Yeah, totally. I fucking hate that shit. And then the people that were sitting next to you guys, they were strolling in late. They strolled in late. And then their date strolled in late. And late, then she late. strolled even more late and she yeah. had a bunch of snacks with her. And it's just like... Mother- and she fucking spilled her drink when she sat down too. Did she? And she, Yeah, she did. It was like really obnoxious. And then uh. the guy next to me was fucking texting yeah i saw that i saw that man and it's like i'm normally like a really chill subdued person but like when the shenanigans start happening at the theater that we've paid good money yeah to go to i start getting fucking pissed because like (laughs) it's just fucking rude it's so rude and inconsiderate and like with the way that you can watch movies at home today yeah it's like it's just it's just unacceptable it makes me want to watch the movies at home it does, and it's really a bummer because there's a whole thing about going to the theater that's like a nice experience. There is, which... <clears throat> so, like, when we went to uh, No Way Home, mm-hmm. it was kind of on the run for me because I had to go from work right down to there. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I showed up late, so we, we missed some of the opening sequence, which was a big deal for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then... uh you know, for Doctor Strange, it was a little bit different. We got there in time, but still there's stragglers and it just kind of like, 
all right, motherfuckers, you yep. know, because then it just takes me out of it. Like it definitely took me out of the zone I wanted to be in when Black Panther 2 started. Absolutely. I feel like it could have been a really emotionally, you know, wrenching kind of scene. Yeah. And it was totally wrecked because it was dead silent. Yeah. That whole scene, no music or anything. And it was fitting for like what they were trying to portray. Yeah. And there was fucking assholes just like. It, they did. <clears throat> these motherfuckers were just standing in the aisleway right where we were sitting and blocking the view of the screen. And then they were talking and laughing it up. And it's just like, oh, fuck, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then that happened again. And I was pissed off this past Saturday. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, these top it off. They were obstructing my view, and the way they were, it looked like they were in your guys's direct line of sight of the yeah. screen. Oh, they were, absolutely. And that fucking sucks. Like yeah, I hate was, that. That was some bullshit. I hate that because <clears throat> I, I I love these movies for the most part, and I'm always pretty excited about these especially the experience like you said there's something to be said about a movie theater experience for certain movies um and i thought this could have been one of them yeah absolutely you you know i'm not saying i didn't enjoy it i definitely did but it's just shit like that that kind of takes away from the experience you know yeah um before we get started do you think you're gonna rewatch it or you gonna wait for it to be streaming in like august Oh, I uh, I won't probably go to the theater for it, but I would definitely rewatch it. Yeah, because it was really good. I, I enjoyed it, so we'll get we'll get started on there. What uh, I was kind of can I segue really quick? Yes, like, let's go. Not segue, but like totally bird Yeah. <laughs> so one of my old uh, elementary school friends is coming up to visit me. Yeah. And he's like a pilot for Delta or something, uh-huh. like making too much money uh-huh. and so he's calling me telling me he's gonna be in town and he's like oh yeah i'm just on my boat and we're uh, uh we're just going across the bay going to the golden state warriors game right now at, so i'm sorry <laughs> if i can't hear you if you can't hear me like no feedback or anything like yeah. it's totally clear and i'm just <laughs> i'm just like you're just trying to flex dude yeah <laughs> but Mo-fo. it was funny <laughs> <laughs> jesse went to their one of their games in 2016 and got me a t-shirt right for the playoffs oh nice yeah that's cool yeah um I'm always in a fucking pissy state anyways when my team's losing like they are. They're mm. losing the series, but um Yeah. <laughs> anyways. So, so I, I remember I was like, hey man, I got some pretty hefty expectations for this. And you're like, whoa man, this is not gonna be no way home. <laughs> you know? Oh, I know, yeah. <laughs> what did you say exactly? I can't remember, uh, but I was like, hey man, it's like what do you think? I was like, I think they're gonna kill Rocket. You know, I was like, I think it's going to be awesome and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, hey, man, this isn't going to be like Spider-Man No Way Home yeah. where we got everything we wanted. Like, like that's, I mean, it's going to be a good movie, but like you're asking for No, Ma- no Way Home <laughs> yeah. level goodness. I don't. I, I was. And I, I, when, we, <clears throat> when we hung up the phone, I remember laughing. I was like, OK, man, I got to I got to simmer down a little bit because <laughs> I was just like, I was just like, OK, OK, man. And um I was excited because when you watch the preview, um, you could tell the movie's going to be mostly about Rocket's origins, right? Yeah, totally. So, uh, before we get started, what was your level of ex- expectation? I know it was very clearly under what <laughs> what mine was because you're like, hey man, mm-hmm. bring it down a little bit. Yeah. No, I knew it was going to be like significantly better than Ant-Man was. 
Yeah. Um, so, and I have low expectations when I come to these movies. Like, I just want to be entertained. That's my soul. Goal. Yeah. You just want to so, fall asleep, right? <laughs> I, yeah. I just don't want to fall asleep or whatever. Or be like, oh, that was stupid. But, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, because I'm obviously, I don't read the comic books or anything. Yeah. So, so that was my soul desire for it but i knew it was gonna be better than ant-man and i guess i didn't really think about it beyond that i was hoping it would be i i really liked the um oh my god volume one and two no that's what i'm talking about um oh thor oh love and thunder yeah i really liked love and thunder but a lot of people weren't really so like only like one of my issues i had with it like i enjoyed it Mm -hmm. so like I know I've had some pretty harsh critiques. Like, normally, here's what happens, people. The movie ends, and me and Carlene will stand up, stretch our legs. And sometimes Dan goes, sometimes he doesn't. It just mm-hmm. kind of depends on the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll stand there, and one of us will Google, is there post-credit scenes? Or I'll know beforehand, hey, man, we got two post-credit scenes on this. Mm-hmm. And then we'll stand up and be like, hey, what did you think? What did you like about it? Oh, I like this. I like that. <laughs> you know? And on Love and Thunder, now I know it wasn't a Christian Bale villain movie, but I feel like he was sorely underused, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, really quick while we're on it, did you think it was too Takai Waititi, or was that kind of what you expected going in? What on, do you mean? On Love and Thunder, just like the goofiness, all the joking, mm-hmm. you know, Thor's sense of humor is way up here now as opposed to... The Thor movie in 2011, Avengers. Which I I didn't see. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. So in the Thor movie in 2011, then Avengers, and then in Avengers, or uh, Thor 2, and then in the second Avengers movie, I didn't mind him, Mm -hmm. but he was always just kind of in the background. And then when uh, Ragnarok happened, I was like, holy shit, man. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, uh, Ragnarok's one of my favorite Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. So, going into Love and Thunder, were you like, I hope it's like that or it continues the same trend? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we were asking if I thought it would, or was hoping it'd be like that going into Love and Thunder? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think so because I really enjoyed it. Yeah. It was good. I actually rewatched that movie during the fucking dark days of winter mm-hmm. <laughs> whenever it started streaming i i popped it on again and was like okay maybe i'm just gonna give it a second chance here mm-hmm. um yeah so you your expectations going into last saturday yeah they were, were you're um, just like you're i mean excited? they were definitely not uh, no way home <laughs> yeah but you know i think i was like hoping it'd be as good as i thought uh, uh dr strange was which other people also didn't like Doctor Strange as much as I liked Doctor Strange. Only thing I didn't like was they said it was going to be the multiverse of madness, and we got like a minute of the multiverse, mm-hmm. and then they just stayed in one one of the verses. Yeah. Which turned out to be pretty fucking cool because we got Jim as Doctor, mm-hmm. <laughs> Mister Fantastic. Oh my God, yeah. And uh, we actually briefly talked about that at the end of the movie that we watched last week and how. Unofficially, they announced Adam Driver as Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. That's disappointing. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I feel. I mean, I like Adam Driver, but I don't know. Uh, how you feel about him being Mr. Fantastic? Yeah, I don't know. I, I need to watch more of his work, I think. Because, like, I started watching 65. 
or something i think it's called oh okay is he and in there yeah and it was starting off kind of a little cheesy so oh. I was like, mm. <laughs> yeah oh no <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe yeah um so you had at least decent expectations then right oh yeah totally. okay and then um so i watched volume one and two well i, I had them on for background noise um and then they kind of, you know, gave you the background that uh, obviously a rocket was created, mm-hmm. you know. <clears throat> but when we meet him in Guardians Volume 1, he's this calloused over asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. Know? And uh, really quick, in, in Volume 1, when uh, Drax sends the, the location to uh, Ronan, Mm-hmm. the bad guy mm-hmm. so he could kill him and he ends up getting his ass kicked and then the guardians get split up anyways when uh drax gets left uh groot saves groot saves him mm-hmm. shoves his finger in right here and whatever he was choking on anyways open up his air airwave and he was talking about he's like you know i realized this but uh you know, he killed my wife and son, and Rocket's like, boo-hoo, I got a dead wife and kid. <laughs> and, like, they cut to Groot, and Groot's like, I'm Groot, and he's like, I don't care if that sounds mean. <laughs> we all got someone dead. There's no right to make us, uh, there's no right to do what he did and get us all dead. Hmm. You know, there's a plan. And then in uh, in Volume 2, he's arguing with uh, Michael Rooker's character, Um Yandu, mm-hmm. and uh they're going back and forth throughout then at the end he talks to him about or he's getting mad at him uh they're gonna go rescue quill and uh they um michael rooker's like you know you, you put out this hard exterior and you push everybody away and uh you know because you don't want to have that spot in your heart you know with love blah 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 and he's screaming back at Yandu like he doesn't know him and then Yandu tells him, you know, the people that created you are just like my parents. My parents gave me up and sold me to slavery. I am you, boy. And then they have this bonding moment. Hmm. And then um, at the end, when Yandu dies and uh, they they have his funeral and they put him into space, kind of like Spock. They just didn't put him in the the cool Oakley case that they put him in, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> in the Wrath of Khan or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and uh there was uh sylvester stallone and the old ravagers and guardians come and they play the horn and they shoot off all the lights the movie ends with rocket looking at all this and crying and he is like uh star lord asks him you know well, what is it and he said well they came back no matter no matter how mean he was to them no matter what he said to them they came for him you know, I put out this, he he put out a signal of what Yondu did and all the Ravagers came and the movie ends with Rocket realizing that no matter what, he, he was right, Yondu was right, they're both the same, they, they say and do mean things, yet these people still love them. That's how part, part two ended. Part three starts with uh, Rocket in control of the music on nowhere mm-hmm. and his playing his acoustic version of creep. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it lets you know right away 
the movie's about mostly going to be about him. Totally. Which made me happy. I was kind of over the uh, Star-Lord story. What about you? Uh, yeah, no, I was glad that they kind of gave somebody else a little bit of spotlight. Yeah. For sure. And, oh, man. Yeah, Rocket's story really, it really got to me. Yeah, so there was, uh, it starts off, and they jump into the action pretty quick. So Adam Warlock just kind of randomly appears within the first five minutes, and uh, Rocket took off his protective vests and gear Mm -hmm. and immediately almost got killed. Mm -hmm. And the... When the guardians finally realize it, um, that there is a, a kill switch inside him, that they got to go back to where he was created to figure out how to stop this kill switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the layers too that I liked was because um, <laughs> when the movie starts, Star Lord's wasted, mm-hmm. being a fucking <laughs> asshole, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, after Rocket almost gets killed and. He has this guilt about being drunk and not being able to help be a guardian. Mm-hmm. So I like that layer. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, it was on somebody else. It felt like those first two movies, okay, we got all we need on his background. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we I, definitely needed a little more character development on the other characters. Like They didn't need to be, you know, uh, sidekicks. Yeah. So uh, the girl he was in love with had joined the Ravagers. After uh, Endgame, that's what we find out, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, was it Gamora, right? Mm-hmm. And her sister Nebula is talking to her and not telling him. And I, I was kind of worried for a little bit that his love for her was going to overtake the story again. Mm-hmm. But they kind of put that to bed for me. <laughs> yeah. And um, I liked... So we meet... Uh, I can't try to think of... We met his... They, they do flashbacks interwoven throughout the whole movie. Mm-hmm. And we get to see Rocket <laughs> literally made, you know? And, like, just so everybody knows, I kind of had a rough day on Saturday. Um, since it's out now, um, I had to go say goodbye. I took the day off. I went and said goodbye to my Auntie Janet. And then my dad, like literally right before I went down there, my daughter graduated, got her diploma. My sister was sending the videos. So I had this super high of emotion, but I knew I had to go do this other thing. So I was like emotionally drained and spent by the time we got to this movie. Now I was enjoying it. Now, if I, if all those, if those two things didn't happen on that day, I would have cried when Rocket said his first words. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Because he gets there and you see all these other put together creations. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rocket's first words were hurt. And then Lila mm-hmm. kisses him. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, God damn, man. I felt like a fucking robot because I just was like, yeah. and I was just like so spent. But I was just like, okay, I wasn't expecting it to be this heavy. <laughs> it was super dark. And I definitely, I actually did not actually shed any tears yeah um, i'm trying to remember the last movie that we went to where i actually cried on the way home probably when um, uh aunt may died mm-hmm. probably or when uh andrew garfield saved mj in this universe possibly or what else did we watch let's let's go down the list 
And I think I know I cried during No Way Home. Um, during probably during Black Panther at some point. Um, yeah. Although I couldn't cry during the fucking funeral scene. Like, Dude. <laughs> that we th- talked about that. Yeah. But, yeah. That was kind of fucked, the, right? You know, at the end, finding out about his son, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, that, yeah. But, okay. So, well, the last time I bawled at any piece of media was uh, for um, oh, The Last of Us. The Last of Us. Like, episode. Yeah. Did you watch this yet? Are you going to watch Oh, that? yeah. No, I watched it. I, I started watching mid-season. I think it's episode three with... Um, Nick Offerman and oh yeah yeah Nick Offerman and the guy I don't know the, the, the gentleman's name the guy from name. White Lotus oh okay see I didn't watch that show um well that one's a good one too but yeah. I absolutely bawled my eyes out <laughs> I cried super hard but I was also at home so it was a little bit more of a comfortable situation but anyway that's kind of a segue but oh no it's totally fine um so for this one I'm I did not actually shed any tears but it was so dark and like just heartbreaking awful. so heartbreaking and like the thing is i don't care for people as much as i care for animals <laughs> yeah so like seeing the poor the animal abuse and like yeah all that shit was awful and like towards that point where um the villain whose name yeah. i can't remember right now uh higher uh hold on well sorry i'm gonna look it up okay. but go ahead so he, you know, shoots all of his friends and, yeah. um, you know, seeing his friends dead on the ground. And one of them in particular is a white rabbit with floppy ears. And yeah. our white rabbit with floppy ears just died earlier this year. Yeah. And we were all super sad about that. And so kind of seeing the poor. You the know, high evolutionary. Like, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. So really quick before we go down that, that, that dark path. Mm-hmm. So like we meet Rocket. Um and we don't know they didn't they don't know their names they, mm-hmm. they, oh yeah totally um they named themselves um i guess i guess that was linda cardellini who played lila okay i don't know who that is uh velma from the scooby-doo movies okay her okay uh hawkeye's wife okay her i'm gonna look it up yeah yeah and um and then there was also uh a walrus and he called himself teeth because he has teeth mm-hmm. and you have this really crazy cute moment where they're naming themselves and one of them is just like i'm gonna name myself floor and then they laugh like is it because you're laying on the floor mm-hmm. and, not the brightest one of the bunch yeah and then he uh he also uh um lila wants to know what the sky looks like mm-hmm. and rocket says that he's going to build everybody a ship and he's going to pilot it and he's going to know how and he's going to call himself rocket and that's how he gets his name mm-hmm. and then throughout the movie you know we meet adam warlock um i missed the part where adam warlock's mom died because she died right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You, i think you stepped out yeah to take a fucking mean piss man <laughs> I wish I could have let you know that happened, but yeah, and mom uh, died. yeah, because of- so what exactly happened? I think his mom died on the planet as it was exploding, like one of those uh, giant meteors that was falling into the planet. Well, because her and killed her. Yeah, because higher evolutionary kills the planets that he no longer has a use for and starts it over. Yep. And Adam Warlock didn't know that at the time. Which quick backstory on him? I was listening to a podcast on this movie 
And so now this is obviously Adam Warlock when he's younger. And one of the podcast hosts said, you know, my problem with this is they took Adam Warlock, who was a James Bond-like person in the comics, and they turned him into Mr. Bean. <laughs> <laughs> he was a freaking dingus, dude, but Yeah, I liked it. And uh, so I was like, okay, that's a James Gunn thing right there, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> and then uh, you see this other scene, too, and it's like borderline animal abuse, man. And... Uh, the higher evolutionary just grabs Rocket by his scruff and drags him. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out to be a quote-unquote good thing on how he knew how to do certain things. And he was... Well, he was freaking out saying, like, how did you know how to do this, right? When he yeah. was talking about his newest creatures that he kept fucking up. Yeah, and he didn't know why or didn't really understand why this creation was evolving into something smarter than him. Mm-hmm. Um. And then that's, you know, because going, I was like, okay, once I sent you that video clip that they released of Rocket and his friends that we had never met, mm-hmm. I was like, man, they're going to get like a fucking brutal death out of this shit. Absolutely. <laughs> and then, like you said, the higher evolutionary, he tells them, because uh, Rocket's like, I can't wait till we get to this new planet. The higher evolutionary's like laughed at him. Mm-hmm. He's like, you think you're going to be a part of this community? I'm going to run more tests on you and figure out how to make more of you. Mm-hmm. You're not going anywhere and I'm going to kill your friends. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to basically cut your brain out and kill your friends. Yeah. And uh, we go back and this is where like if where it comes out that like why in all these other movies that Rocket was like, oh, I need that guy's leg. Oh, I need, I'm getting your arm. When he's talking to the Winter Soldier, he's like, oh, I'm getting your eye, you know, because his friends were put together. Mm-hmm. And when Rocket is in back in his cage, he is freaking out and he puts together that card that he could slide in and opens up any, any locked prison cell or cage after that. Mm-hmm. He makes that on the spot and that's what we see. Well, you saw him steal when he was training with the High Evolutionary, right? You saw him pick something up and put it in his pocket. You saw yeah. That? So I gathered that he's been collecting shit just because. Just because? Yeah. No, I don't think, because I think until the point that the High Evolutionary said, you're not coming to the planet with us, I don't yeah. think he ever had a plan to escape until that moment. Yeah. Because I think that he felt like he was special and they had a special kind of relationship or something. Yeah. Until that moment. Yeah, you're 100% right. That's a good... So, but then, regardless, he was still collecting shit. So, yeah. I think that maybe was a matter of just, just time. curiosity or, like, just yeah. being really smart and wanting to invent shit. I don't know. Because when we meet him in Volume 1, it says he broke out of 22 prisons. And he has that card that he slides and gets him and and uh, all his friends out. Um mm-hmm. Which kind of, when I put it on for a rewatch last night, both of them, you get like this sense on why he always had this urgency that he had to be the one to save his friends, Mm -hmm. you know, because this next scene was fucking like gut-wrenching to me, man. Um, He's just, you see this panic and if you know, you know, man, like these people are not going to fucking make it. We have not seen them in volume one, two, or any of the, uh, Avengers movies. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and then uh you see um you see him fighting he makes it he gets it out slides the card and lila makes it out right like him and lila get out and then lila gets shot and dies in his arms mm-hmm. and then when she lays down she's just in the right spot to see the sky and then she's like sky and then dies and then you hear floor begging rocket to leave and escape mm-hmm. and then you don't hear anything you just hear bodies fall on the floor and teeth and 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 floor die and then fucking bradley cooper let out this god awful fucking gut-wrenching mm-hmm. scream and then this rat fucked the higher evolutionary he's like oh oh you win for crying <laughs> it kind of actually reminds me a little bit of the way that rocket was treating uh, everybody else yeah but um <laughs> yeah and um so like when we see the higher evolutionary at the beginning of this movie he has like this weird face like it's not on his face it's on the outskirts yeah, of it's his like face a mask. yeah well we find out why because all this taunting and killing his family that he only barely knew of and these people that loved him, he fucking, his little claws come out and he just starts scratching this guy's mm-hmm. face, man. He fucked him up. And all the while, um, another thing was going on with the Guardians trying to save him. Um, someone pointed out in the, in the same podcast that James Gunn stole the heaven scene from a Harry Potter movie. Where Harry, Harry Potter talks to somebody one last time in like the white place or heaven or whatever. I feel like that's been a thing that's been done like many, a lot. many, many times. Yeah. So like Rocket's in heaven and he sees. He's like in purgatory. Purgatory? Is that what she was? I took uh, it as heaven. That's how I perceive it because oh, okay. like purgatory is like the, like the liminal space between <laughs> heaven and hell and it's not quite like. <laughs> it's just kind of a nothing space. Hey, man, that's cool, too. Yeah. You know? But you see this happening, and you see him talking to Lila, and you just, like, this is going to be fucking hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, Chris Pratt is probably doing his best work as Star-Lord in this scene. Because mm-hmm. Gamora is not the same person that we met before. She's kind of a fucking bitch in this movie. <laughs> I thought she was a bitch in this movie. Yeah, perfectly. And that's kind of what she started off as before yeah. she kind of got into yeah. a relationship with Qu- Peter Quill. So. Yeah. And then um, Clay Thompson missed another shot. Fuck, he missed a shot next season, too. We just haven't seen it yet. Um, he, uh, it's just, uh, he screams because Gamora's like, he's dead pretty much just, he's dead, move along. And he just screams like he's my best friend. And he said that a few times. And if you notice, like, Dave Batista is like second best friend. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> Which, by the way, let's get on B- Batista. Drax, really quick. He, I felt like he stole the, the the scene every time he was on screen. I fucking love him so much. I thought he nailed it. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, there's a, there's a scene in there with Gamora, Nebula, and Drax, and Drax because Nebula and um, Nebula and Mantis are arguing, mm-hmm. and Mantis says something along the lines of Drax being stupid, and like everything he was doing, He's like, he you think I'm stupid, and like you could just see like in the little things Batiste how he said it and the way his body language went from perked up to kind of 
slouched and his, he was like genuinely hurt. Like I felt bad when she said that. To and him. then she was like, "Forget." Yeah, and then he just immediately starts his obnoxious laugh again. <laughs> <laughs> and then he immediately believed. Like, what was it? He immediately was like, "See how I did that?" And you like didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he had instantly remembered that he had done something amazing that did not happen. <laughs> His scene too, because when they're on the on the villain's ship, they find that there's a lot of children there, mm-hmm. animal children and human children, and uh, they are going to um, all of them are going to be killed, and uh, nobody could speak their language because they'd never heard the language before. And then Drax says, "You know, I know what to do. I used to make these monkey noises for my for my kid." Or kids, and they would laugh and enjoy it. And then he starts doing some weird dance and making a noise that is not a monkey noise. <laughs> not at all. But the kids are soaking it up. And then, because uh, Nebula was talking about how Drax doesn't offer anything. Yeah, how useless he is. Yeah. And uh, what, did, what did you think of his scenes? Um, I thought he was freaking hilarious and I just love Dave Batista and everything that he does. And I, he's just perfect in that role. He's like goofy and he is he's perfect. just amazing. He nailed that role. He nails it a hundred percent. He was quick side note. He was really good as one of the main characters in knock at the cabin. Oh yeah. Was that like, should I watch that or was it a little disturbing? It's a little bit disturbing, but I would recommend watching it. Okay. If you have Peacock, it's on there. Yep, we got Peacock. We've been watching Mrs. Davis. Oh, how's that been? It's good. I like it. It's weird. Nice. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Rocket is asking if he could join Lila, Teef, and Floor, and she said yes. And then they cut back to uh, to him flatlining with uh chris pratt and chris pratt's crying beating on his chest and then like they cut back to the purgatory or heaven scene Mm -hmm. and lila says but not now and then uh, he's confused he misses her and then she's speaking for james gunn at this point i as how i interpret it and she said you always misunderstood that the story was always yours Mm. and uh so and then we go back and he's talking. It sounds, I don't know if he's going to say he loves her or not, but they do this cool thing where, and the way I interpreted it as heaven is because he gets pulled back down mm-hmm. from our point of view. Mm-hmm. And then he's alive. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was an emotionally charged superhero movie, man. Totally. Absolutely. Um, so heartbreaking. And so then he comes back to life, right? And- yeah. They um, kind of get it together, right? And they're deciding that they're going to try to leave or whatever, get off the ship and leave with yeah. the orphans or whatever, the little humanoids. Everybody. Um, just, the, just the blonde, little white-haired foreign kids. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the plan, right? They're going to yeah. get the kids, all the, all yeah. the humans, and leave, right? And, and then uh, when they get the higher evolutionary, fucking, um, they... Uh, at this point, man, I, I, wait, you didn't finish Game of Thrones yet, did you? Mm-mm. Have you ever watched Kill Bill? Mm-hmm. 
I'm fucking like, I need Bill today. I fucking need Bill to get killed at this point. By the mm-hmm. time I'm watching Kill Bill Volume 2, I'm fucking... Yeah. Any revenge, like John Wick, man, I need that fucking guy died. I fucking needed the higher evolutionary killed by a rocket. So I was kind of disappointed when they all got to take turns kicking his ass. And then uh, Rocket gets to him last and cocks his gun. And I was like, I need this motherfucker gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what were your thoughts at this point? Yeah, I think now that you're saying it, it would have been really nice to get to see Rocket um, just off of it, off him. But Because um... what I'm thinking of is all like in the first Guardians when they're in the prison, Rocket is on his best friend's shoulders laughing and cackling shooting up the the fucking prison and everybody on Groot's shoulders mm-hmm. and um i think he kind of had a maybe a similar moment like that with batista in volume two but in, in infinity war he's palled up with uh with thor for most of the movie mm-hmm. and they have a cool back and forth but when they get to wakanda and he, uh, they're fucking fighting all of Thanos' people. It's a really cool scene. Like, I just, holy fuck, I didn't know I needed this. But fucking the Winter Soldier picks him up. And then Winter Soldier has a gun in his hand and Rocket in his other. And he's just doing a 360 shoot. And then fucking Rocket is in all of his glory. Mm-hmm. Laughing it up and enjoying it and killing all these bad people. So all this is just, boom, through my mind. Okay. Kill this motherfucker. And then he's like, I'm a guardian of the motherfucking galaxy. And doesn't kill him. Like, okay, whatever. But you guys just killed a bunch of people to get to him. And now you're not going to kill him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he left him on the planet. So that motherfucker's dead anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, But the, like, the moment that really got to me, I think, was when Rocket went in and realized that all the animals were there still. That was right after all this. Mm-hmm. Um, he sees a bunch of baby raccoons to start, right? Yeah. And then it's just like, damn. Yeah. You know, he has this like come to Jesus moment or whatever the fuck you want to call it. He has I think the, it was like the, I don't know, kind of seeing himself in the baby raccoons for one thing and then realizing that, yes, he is a raccoon. Yeah, he's like, not a raccoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he says his name. He's like, my name's Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was awesome. And I, I like that scene you were just talking about, too. So, But he collects, he starts to collect all the raccoons, but then he yeah. sees all the other animals there. And I think he has a moment where he's like, I could have saved them. And I'm going to, it's like his redemption moment. Yeah. And he, he tells the Guardians that they need to save everybody. And then you just see all of them coming out mm-hmm. with all these animals. Um, and then for the third movie in a row quill gets left hanging in space <laughs> and he gets all freaking puffed up too i was like holy shit they're, they're killing straight up killing him really disgustingly too and, and i was like damn they are killing chris pat pratt off in this movie holy fuck man like and like really gruesomely too yeah, like they showed a lot bloated yeah his that eyes was are, nasty yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then adam warlock saves him um he's kind of just an afterthought in this movie for me you know mm-hmm. yeah um and then so we get this uh even more emotionally charged goodbye because at this point 
you know, Rocket's happy he was saved, and then he thinks the Guardians are going to stay together. And uh, Mantis was talking about wanting to go out on her own, and Star-Lord says he hands over the reins to Rocket. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Mantis says she's taken off, and Batista's like, I'm going with you. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, no, you're not. That's why I said I'm leaving. I need to figure out, you know, I always did what Thanos wanted. Now I always do what the Guardians wanted. I need to figure out what I want. And he's like, yes, you are weak, and that is why I'm coming with you. (laughs) (laughs) And then Nebula kind of has this moment where she is talking about you know, I'm going to stand nowhere and, the, you know, Drax, you call yourself the destroyer, but that's not your destiny. Your destiny is to be a dad. And like I said, if I wasn't so emotionally spent, I probably would have cried at that part, too, because Drax realized that's what he needs to do and be for all these children. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then, uh, so Nebula's gone, right? Mm-hmm. Drax is gone. Mm-hmm. Mantis is gone. Mm-hmm. Peter Quill's gone. Peter Quill's gone. He's going back to Earth. Um, so uh, we got uh, Do you want to say hi? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like the third podcast appearance she's made <laughs> in like two weeks, right? Yeah. See you. 9.30, okay? <laughs> I told her nine o'clock when I was like, be home at nine. She's like, whatever. <laughs> She's like, fuck you. Yeah. Um, so we got Rocket as the leader of the Guardians. Yeah. Um, Groot. Mm-hmm. Adam Warlock. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is James Gunn's brother? He took over the uh, role with the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't remember his name. Him, the the golden retriever dog, the golden retriever dog, and uh, the little white haired girl, one of the little white haired kids, I think was part of it too. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Um. So this is the first post credit scene, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you see Rocket talking about, you know, what music means to him, and he's showing them all these different songs and they're going through his zune right because peter gave him that zune mm-hmm. and then they ask rocket what's you know well, what's yours and he's like well, what do you say i've always been partial or this is my favorite mm-hmm. and he plays red bones come and get your love which is the song that when we meet peter quill when he's an adult that's what he's singing and dancing to at the beginning of guardians mm. and then when they get up uh rocket tells Groot to wake up and Groot is the biggest we've seen him ever. Totally. <laughs> He's huge, man. Well, no, not as quite as big as he was originally. He wasn't N- no, not, he, at least not as tall. He's like Hulk oh, big. Yeah. yeah. Muscular. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he he's this huge thing, and then like one of the guardians is like, Why why don't we just leave him die or whatever? And Rocket tells him, like, we're the Guardians, they need us. And then they start fighting, and then that scene ends. And then we get the second post-credit scene, and this is, like, the very end credit scene, right? hmm And it is Peter Quill with his grandpa, which I didn't know it was going to be, <laughs> you know? Who was playing his grandpa? I didn't recognize him. I'm going to look it up. Yeah. Because uh, he was definitely in, like, a 
an aged mask. It yeah. wasn't just some old, old guy. So what are your thoughts on that first post-credit scene? Um, I think it kind of ties into what uh, Lila was saying to him in the purgatory about, you know. The story was always his. Yeah, because then they, at the end of the second post-credit scene, they say the Guardians will return. No, it said the legendary Star-Lord will return. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Okay, so then, uh I think... Uh, We'll see. We'll either get a Guardians Disney Plus show or they'll be in an Avengers side quest, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking it up. Hold on one second. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, it's it's going to be hard for me to find because he was like no, no, no. at Go the ahead. end of the movie. Uh, come on, Bessie. But um, anyways, go ahead. What were you saying? Um, sorry. Did you find it? No, it's going to take me a second here, but oh, no. I got to the, the page. Oh, no. I was just saying, I think going forward, because uh, James Gunn is gone. He is no longer of the Marvel Universe. He is now in charge of DC, which is a whole new ball of wax that I'm not happy about. Yeah. <laughs> Because I have some serious issues with him not firing Ezra Miller, mm-hmm. who is just this human garbage person. I feel ways about that. And I would like to have. Okay, so yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I like the post-credit scene. Um, I don't know what they're gonna do going forward with the Guardians because mm-hmm. they introduced a new team. You know, mm-hmm. and and going into the to the show on the weekend, Chris Pratt said, I would like to continue, even though James Gunn is going to be gone. Mm-hmm. And then when it looked like they were going to kill him, I was like, oh, I guess that was just for all show, <laughs> you know. Um, I was like shocked that they were going to kill him in such a horrible manner. <laughs> And then when at the very last post credit scene and they said the legendary Star-Lord will return, mm-hmm. like, oh, shit, man. He kind of just foreshadowed it for everybody when he said he wanted to continue, you know, which I get, man. That's a huge character right now, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Um. But uh, what are your thoughts on seeing like a Star-Lord Disney plus show or a solo movie? Sure. Yeah. Solo movie? No. Uh, Disney Plus show, yes? Yeah, I mean, as long as there's other characters. Because I'm, like, not the happiest with Chris Pratt in this moment. Yeah. As I'm not, like, a super fan of Chris Pratt right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because, obviously, it introduced he'd have to get reintegrated with humans. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, uh, I just don't want to go out of my way to watch a Chris Pratt-centric movie. Yeah personally yeah so maybe just a tv show yeah um what uh what was your favorite song from this volume three well i'm a huge radio fan radiohead fan so you're happy with that uh yeah so hold on i'm looking up the i had to go back and look at the uh the playlist oh so they played a song by florence and the machine and do you remember how much you fucking hated 
Ford's. <laughs> I do, <laughs> man. I not do. That, well, that song, not that song in particular, but there's one other one that she does, and yeah. it's um, talks about. Um, it's always darkest before the dawn or whatever. And you're like, that's so cliche. I've heard that said a billion times. And you fucking hate, hate. And I was thinking about that when they were playing that. Um, so some of the songs, I and I like Florence and the Machine, but I didn't think, I didn't like that song for this movie. Yeah. Um, but uh, definitely was happy with Radiohead. And I'm just kind of like reading through these other ones. Yeah. I have to listen to him again. The Flaming Lips is always good, but they don't, I don't know, like, how much they hit fit the vibe of the movie, but, no, it was good. Yeah. So, uh, Volume 1 had Come and Get Your Love, which I liked. Um, they had Cherry Bomb playing, which I liked. Mm-hmm. Um, volume 2, like I said, they didn't play it in the movie, but in the trailer they played uh, Fox on the Run, mm-hmm. which I think sent it to number one on iTunes. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the movie of Volume 2, they played uh, Surrender, mm-hmm. which I love that song. <laughs> Um, and then in this one, so like when the first trailer came out for the Guardians, they had a uh, quote unquote remix of Rainbow Since You've Been Gone. And I was like, fuck, man. Mm-hmm. They fucking put, did a remix of this fucking song and put it on there. Like, yeah, still a pretty cool song, though. And then they actually played the, the real song in the movie at yeah. the beginning. Now, there was like a lot of montages I felt in this movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I kept thinking like, of uh, that puppet. Team America, we need a montage. <laughs> Even Rocky had a montage. I fucking love that movie, dude. It's so good. It's so good. Um, and <laughs> and then uh, and no, then no, no, me gusta. <laughs> yeah, and then they played uh, "Come and Get Your Love" at the end when Rocket led the new Guardians team. <clears throat> so I like that, you know. And then they played that <laughs> that that band you're talking about that I fucking. Florence and the Machine. Yeah. <laughs> Which, and that part was probably the worst part of the whole movie, I'm going to be honest. And it wasn't bad. It was just... Okay. It should have been a different song, in my opinion, but it's not, not my choice. Yeah. You know, it's clearly James Gunn's vision and everything. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it fit for what they were trying to do, personally. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, you could ask me, okay, well, then you got to replace it. Okay, then then give me time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Um. Oh... Uh, what about you? What about this This volume three? Was your was that your favorite jam? Was the Florence and the Machine one? Oh, no, no, no. It was Radiohead for sure. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's 100%. right. 100%. Okay. Um, overall, how do you rank the Guardians? On a one to ten? Like or overall, like... just uh, first we'll do um, the Guardians movies. How would you rank them? Uh, I would say this is my favorite out of the three. Me too. But it's also the most recent one that I've seen. Yeah, me too. I did not get a chance to rewatch the other the ones. Other ones. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I would say this one was the best, and then probably Volume One, and then Volume Two. Yeah, mine's three one two also. Mm-hmm. Um. What about in the scheme of the Marvel universe? I was it. I it was better than I expected it to be for sure. Um, it was better than. Mm, I really like the Doctor Strange movies, and I 
I like the second one, it was but really fucking good. And there were some really great things about it that, like the whole Professor X and um, uh, Mister Fantastic or whatever. Yeah, I like the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we got our movie club though too. <laughs> you yeah. know, um, I like the second Doctor Strange a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy the movie theater experience with you too, so that's always cool. It always mm-hmm. kind of helps with it. Um, going in, so when they announced Guardians of the Galaxy, I was, I mean, you know me, and I'm like, I don't even know who the fuck these people are, mm-hmm. you know? And then, like, some people are like, oh, what's this, this, and I was like, did you read it? No, I read it. I was like, okay, well, don't come at me like you read it. You fucking Googled it just like I did. <laughs> um, did you watch Volume 1 in the theater? In 2014? Correct. I don't think so. Yeah. DVD watch at home? Probably. Maybe I did see it in the theater. That was a long time ago, dude. That was 10 years ago. Yeah. So I went to it. It it came out in August. Now. I think I did see it in the theater. So here's here's what I know. (laughs) When they release a movie in August or in January or February... Is because they don't have high expectations for it. Mm. And it's kind of a quote-unquote dead time for movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so in 2014, when this came out, me and Parker tried going. But there was only... Uh, there was no evening showings at 7 o'clock. And he had come in at 7, so we couldn't go. I went home for the 7th of August celebration, came back. And uh, went out for my went out for a late birthday, got drunk, and wasn't gonna watch it. Was hungover and went to it and watched it hungover. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't watch part two. I watched part two at home, volume two. And then uh, what year did it come out? Two thousand seventeen. Okay, May. Um, and then uh, yeah, then we went this past weekend. So yeah, I'm three one two for. My ranking of the yeah. of the Guardian movies. Yep, same. Would now would you watch a James Gunn list Guardians with this new team? I like the development of Rocket. Yeah. Was Gamora part of that last team? Yeah. No. no I mean, not. No. I mean, Nebula. Sorry, not Gamora. Nebula. Was I don't, she part of it? No, she stayed on Nowhere with Drax. That's right. So one thing we didn't really touch on is I really liked nebula's character development in this dude movie. that was awesome was fucking amazing and they showed how f- badass she is yep like her body would just be breaking and her head would like fly off her body <laughs> and she just keep fighting like so cool but so yeah. i so for rocket because of his character development and seeing his backstory and getting to know him a little bit better, yeah i probably would watch i would too one. as long as it's bradley cooper i'd, I'd be down mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. either for a disney plus show or just volume four you yeah. know, it'd be a totally different vibe too. But I'd be, I'd, I'd watch it. Yeah. Okay, so early June is gonna be a Spider-Man flick mm-hmm. uh, across the Spider Verse. I am down for that. I am. You are down so for that? stoked for that. I'm so stoked. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Did you like the uh, Into the Spider Verse? Mm-hmm. I loved it. It was way better than I thought it was ever. I, I was excited for it. It was really it. good, and I cried. Yeah. Uh, we were at the movie at the same time. When but we he, weren't friends at the no, time? No, we weren't friends at the time. Mm. So, like, quick backstory. Um, <laughs> sorry, man. It, uh, 
me and Jesse actually took Logie mm-hmm. to it. Um, Jesse was just heading back to college, and she was over here. And uh, I had watched a, a version of it. Mm-hmm. And then it came here, and uh, Jesse was over here with Logie, and he was over here to say goodbye to her the next day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is going to be awesome. And she's like, well, I'll go do it. Let's take Logie. And we went to it, and we were on the opposite side. And when we in got the upstairs theater. in the upstairs theater, and when we got out, like now, like when you hooked me up with the popcorn, obviously, and you're like, do you want the refill? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, um, we were getting the refill and you were walking out and we just made eye contact and just kind of, we just both just went. Mm-hmm. And then nothing. And then Jesse was just like, you know, just that awkward silence just because of you know mm-hmm. i said oh it's fine we're cool she's like really i said oh she don't know <laughs> but we're cool and she's like you know and i could just see this relief in my sister's face like oh he let go finally of the anger you know mm-hmm. which led to uh us becoming friends like a year later mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and now here we are reviewing marvel movies discussing where they together. rank mm-hmm. <laughs> like i said we got our movie club mm-hmm. which really sweet we let dan in and then dan had like this question one time like why didn't what did he say oh i think he was like was he kidding he was mixing up marvel and dc characters intentionally and it was very rude you're because he's like why doesn't superman and you're like what did you say did you hear what he said he wanted to know why superman doesn't help and i was like <laughs> Dan, it's cool that that you're part of our movie club now, but if you ask questions like that, we're going to kick you out of our movie club. Like You're not going to be able to come to these movies with us anymore. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Which, um, now we just, let's, I, I'd like to put this out there also. Me and you talked about, because my sister Carly asked, she's like, are you and Carlene going to watch uh, The Flash? And I said, that's entirely, it's like, if Carlene wants to go, I'm going to go with her, but I am I'm not intending to go to this movie just because of the train wreck person mm-hmm. that the main character is in real life. Absolutely. I mean, you kind of discussed that at the end of the movie because we were waiting for these post credit scenes to come up. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie. The movie looks good. But it I, looks good. And it fucking really just super sucks. Man. It sucks, right? Because this guy just is ruining it, <laughs> you know? And I wonder. Like, if James Gunn had directed Ant-Man, if he would have fought to keep him on the cast, uh, to keep Jonathan Majors on the cast. Oh, so what are your thoughts on that? So, there's, like, some serious shit coming out about this guy. Where do you land on this? I'm... Because there's, like, a huge outcry for him to get replaced. Oh, absolutely, and I totally understand. So do I. Um, I. I think there's probably... It's probably mostly all true, you yeah. know, and he's probably an abusive person. And yeah, um, it's really disappointing because I really like Jonathan Majors. And wasn't he awesome in. as King in yeah, that really Ant-Man good. movie? And then I saw him in another one that was like a um, where he pay- played a fighter pilot during the Vietnam oh, War. And was he good in that one? Yeah, he was excellent in it. Fuck, he was so good in it, and it's just super Damn. disappointing. But it's like I feel like these days you can't like even with Chris Pratt like the there is always going to be some shit that's going to come out. So I like any yeah. actor these days that I start to learn about. Yeah. I never 
fall in love with them because yeah. it's you just know they have some dirty nasty secret yeah there's you know it's very unlikely that they're just this like you know boy scout yeah it's just not a thing but and then it's just like fuck <laughs> you know because it's really disappointing because i know chris pratt came out and said that he wasn't part of the church that he was accused of being of that like is just super trashy you know and like the worst of the worst Christians. Mm-hmm. But when everything went down with James Gunn in 2017, 2018, I think. About him making some sexist joke or whatever. Well, actually what he did was. It was like a pedophilia uh, joke or something. Uh, 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 pretty much that, except it was like a costume party, remember? And it, and it, and on the, one of the uh, right wing, the right wing truthers came out and reposted all these posts from Twitter on 2009, I think, mm-hmm. of these Hollywood parties that they were, quote-unquote, making fun of. But it was pretty disgusting what he did, you know? What? It was... James Gunn did? Yeah, they, him and his friends threw, like, like you just said, a pedophilia party, but it wasn't... It was overage girls, but they were... Oh. Yeah. Did you ever look into that? No, Not I really. thought he was making jokes about people being pedophiles on that Twitter. Too. That too, but then like these pictures came out of like a costume party mm-hmm. that we would go to, but it was like a... Ah, fuck, what the fuck was it, man? Hold on, I'm going to look it up really quick. Sorry, people. Uh, hmm. So there's definitely more to the James Gunn situation than I was aware of. Yeah, hold on. I forget what the fuck it was. Sorry, my fat thumbs are pretty bad at typing. <laughs> Why did James and Raquel break up? <laughs> I don't want to know that. <laughs> so then I kind of wonder then, you know, he got a second so, chance, obviously. Yeah. Um, okay, let's see. So he got fired in 2018, which was some huge news. Uh, They were posted because James Gunn is an outspoken critic of crap human Donald Trump. They want to knock him down a few pegs. Let's see. Okay, mission accomplished. Gunn has long been a provocateur who has drawn ire in the past for his unusual humor. Among the tweets that forced Disney and Marvel's hand were, I like when little boys touch me in my silly place. Okay. Um, so, and that's obviously he was not yeah, being serious. The best thing about being raped is when you're done being raped and it's like, woo, this feels great not being raped. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's, <laughs> that's fucked up, it's man. It's kind of funny, though. <laughs> there were others that, up. yeah, there were others that made satirical comments about 9-11 attack, AIDS, and the Holocaust, yet... Another described a monkey masturbating on a young child in his commentary that it made him extremely happy. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. These were not funny, entirely disturbing, given the preoccupation with fetishizing underage boys that left him a sitting duck for retroactive social media commentary. And then Disney said the offensive attitudes and statements discovered on James's Twitter feed are indefensible. And inconsistent with our values, we have severed our business ties with him. 
Disney and Marvel will never announce that Gunn would direct the third installment of Guardians, but Gunn certainly declared it on social media. So that's where we're at. And then almost immediately, DC picked him up and gave him the Suicide Squad franchise, which we both like that. It's not direct sequel, but kind of semi-sequel, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Uh, so Batista came out and said that he backed James Gunn. Everybody deserves a second chance, and that he. Oh, was, he said that in the movie too. Remember? Yeah. Well, he did, huh? He said that when he uh, picked up the gold guy whose name I can't remember. Adam. Mm-hmm. Adam. Adam Warlock. He said mm-hmm. everybody deserves a second chance. Yeah, that's a good good pickup. I missed that. Interesting. And he said, because he was on a podcast um, that I listened to, and he was like, no, I came out and I said, I back James Gunn. I will not play Drax for anybody. I am done working for Marvel. They could recast Drax, but it is not going to be me. He's like, Chris Pratt said he's going to go pray about it, but I'm not about that. (laughs) And Hmm. then they ended up bringing James Gunn back, obviously. 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 Um, so, yeah, I would watch a Rocket-led Guardians movie. Mm-hmm. I would watch a Rocket-led Disney Plus series. Totally. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm definitely, like I said, the, the, the Flash movie looks good, but I'm disappointed that they haven't fired Ezra Miller yet, and I'm disappointed that James Gunn is standing for him. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like, okay, man, whatever. Yeah, people deserve second chances, but... I mean, I get... Okay, so we were talking about... This is his 20th chance. Ezra Miller. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, like when we were watching the post-credit scenes, we were talking, like, one of the people was... He was grooming an indigenous person, an Mm -hmm. indigenous teenage kid. Amongst many other things, he punched a girl in 2017 outside a club, punched her in the face. That was overseas. Nothing happened then. And then all these incidents that happened in Hawaii where he was holding people hostage and all this other crazy shit. What year was that shit? 2020 and 2021. Really not that long ago. Exactly. To expect somebody to have like fully redeemed themselves and turned their whole life around. Like that's doesn't that's no. Yeah, and then it's like, then he comes out and says he's getting help, and then James Gunn backs him for this, so, and then the the oddball James Gunn choices for movies and TV shows, I'm pretty disappointed in for DC. He's not making a Wonder Woman movie, he's making a quote-unquote inside the Wonder Woman universe movie. Okay. He's making a Batman and Son movie. He's jumping to the, I don't want to see fucking Batman and Damien. Mm-hmm. I, I fucking don't. I like Robert Pattinson as Batman, mm-hmm. and there James Gunn is gonna let that happen, but he's not gonna be the Batman within his new DC universe. He exiled Henry Cavill, which really sucks. He hasn't came. I mean, it, why did he exile? He said, "Well, I didn't fire him. They just never brought him back officially, and I just said we're not gonna use you." Who are they going to use? He hasn't casted him yet. James Gunn put himself in charge of the new Superman movie. Wow. So, 
I think what happened here too is that DC obviously really wanted James Gunn. Oh yeah, hundred percent, so man. They have given him a blank check to do where the fuck he wants. Yep. And I think in a, that could be a good thing and a bad thing too, because he, you don't want to see the same thing over and over in different iterations of the same thing over and over. Yeah. So he's taken some risks with his choices. Yeah. But maybe he's gone a little too far because Henry Cavill is literally Superman. Yeah, man. And top it off. And, and who knows? Like, let's say in the Flash movie, because it is their no way home for DC with the multiverse and different people coming back. They're bringing back Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. Um, ben Affleck, who I loved as Batman, he's in it. Mm-hmm. You know? And... They got Kara. Dude, I like. I would like to see this movie. Yeah. I just can't support that. Like, and it feels. We we talked about this before, where like, looking at the parallels, like where Jonathan Majors, he will never be in another Disney movie. Yep. Like it's. I would be shocked if they gave him another chance. Because. But Ezra Miller. Yeah. No, like, and it's not like what they did is different, and they are different organizations too. Yeah. But it feels like racism to me. Yeah. And I'm not saying Jonathan Major des- deserves a pass uh, because he abused me. lots of women. I got to use the bathroom. Could you keep on talking about this point of view really quick? I'll do my best. Don't fuck it up. Oh my god, I'm just gonna talk to myself here. I've done that before. Actually, I'm not good at monologuing alone. Monologue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't think he deserves a, a pass at all because it, you just it doesn't matter what where your background is or whatever. It's just but at the same time I feel like if you're going to apply the rules you should apply them equally across the board to everyone and it never is like that, you know. So what can we expect? And like I said different organizations and everything and DC is not Disney by any stretch of the word, but it's, I don't know. It just feels wrong to me. So that's just kind of my viewpoint on it. But yeah. (laughs) And the thing is, Bruce never uh, edits his podcast either. So no matter what, I say it's going to end up here on this on his podcast and I don't have enough thoughts in my head to just monologue endlessly. So really not cool. You get you need to wear a diaper next time. My diaper was on and it was just soggy. It's soggy. He needed to powder his butt. Uh, you missed a lot. I'll have to listen to it on the rerun. <laughs> so as we get closer, because we're almost a month out of the flash, the answer is no right now, right? The answer is no. I would, and there's probably going to be some cool ass shit with, and with I'm just bummed. Yeah. So it starts, uh, I get back from my vacation on the 18th. It'll be in the theaters by the time I get back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. If we had a bigger theater, I'd say let's just sneak into it. But <laughs> I know, man. We can't even sneak into this fucking theater, man. No. <laughs> so we should buy a ticket for the other movie and then, like, go to just it. Just slip over to the. But on a night that they're, like, you know, 
Yeah. Uh, where they, when everybody's already seen it and there's less people attending the movies. Like in a couple weeks after it starts. Imagine getting banned from the only movie theater in town. Fuck, man. Pictures of us crying. Yeah. Please. Let's come back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> did you ever walk into you probably did down south because i know i did it when i used to go on those vacations as a kid teenager mm-hmm. i'd be in these fucking i'm just like amazed by the theaters you guys had down south oh um, man i tell you like so in 92 i went to i was so excited i went to um pet cemetery 2 nice yeah love it i still watch it every halloween and then Someone was like, after that movie's over, you should probably walk into another one. And then, like, (laughs) I walked into another one and watched it. (laughs) Yeah. I felt like a rebel. I did, too. Like, when I did that one time, I, like, had this bad influence of a friend who was like, we should go see this other movie. And I was like, no. And I just felt like I was going to get arrested or something. And uh, so we only watched a few minutes of it and ended up leaving because I was just, like, so distraught that I was going to go to jail. But, um we, you know, I went and saw, um, you know, the Batman movie with, uh, uh, which Batman Robert Pattinson. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, in one of those theaters with the recliners. Bad ass. Oh, so we did. Okay. So I've seen a couple movies in the theaters with the recliners and I saw, you know, one of the more recent star Wars movies with Adam driver. So the one um, you fell asleep on? Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't realize where the screen was when I picked my seat, so I picked a dead front center. Oh, no. And uh, at one point, I like fell asleep, and I was actually snoring. <laughs> and I woke myself up from snoring, and all of a sudden, Adam Driver and uh, Daisy Rid- uh, were they a duo? Ridley were kissing. Oh, okay. And I was like, what the fuck just happened? Like, I missed so much. <laughs> I don't know. It was just off. It came out of left field, but I fucking slapped through half the movie. But then, okay, and then I went and saw another kind of bad-ish movie, um, Death on the Nile. It was, nah, it was all right. So I I think that one was playing here, and you invited me to go, but I said no to that one. Oh, yeah, it wasn't very good. So we went and saw it, and it was in a theater with the recliners, but the recliner was not comfortable. It wasn't? No. And so then seeing the Batman in... Okay. A theater with the badass recliners, with nice. the freaking heated seats, the cooled cup holders. Fuck yeah. And you could get stuff delivered to you. Fuck yeah. And there was nobody else in the theater. And so, like, when uh, when the Riddler said, I've been trying to reach you, I was I reached <laughs> over to my friend and I was like, about your car's extended warranty. <laughs> And we just laughed like I, I loved the movie. I loved the movie, yeah. but I fucking ripped it for sure. Yeah, there, and it was so fun. So we went to Halloween Kills. Mm-hmm. Now I watched it oh because they put it on Peacock, and then they actually ended up getting it here. So we all went and we sat with uh, some of my friends from work. Um, I had the slice on my neck, if you remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I liked it, but we definitely Mystery Science 3000 that shit because mm-hmm. they had a guy from Mad TV. Oh my God. <laughs> Remember him? Yeah. Stop. He... Stop. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, every time he was on screen, either you or me, be like, Stop. Because <laughs> he was getting chased by Michael Myers. <laughs> and then I. I couldn't stop laughing. So, like, there was, they did this retro scene with the cops on there. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, Michael Myers comes kind of off screen and grabs the guy and his one of the cops like, gotta shoot him, just shoot him. It reminded me of the scene from National Lampoon's Loaded Weapon 1. I think it came out like in 92 or 93. Mm-hmm. It's Emilio Estevez and Samuel L. Jackson. They were spoofing the Lethal Weapon series. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was, they were they spoofed that in Die Hard and, load, and Lethal Weapon. But there was this scene... Where Samuel Jackson's like, I haven't pulled my gun out since I accidentally shot somebody. <laughs> or he had these issues. And uh, it cuts to, like, uh, Emilio Estevez, like, shoot him! Shoot him, shoot him, shoot him, shoot him! And, like, Samuel Jackson's holding his gun out, and he's just like... <laughs> and that's all I could think of when me and you were watching this movie that I clearly enjoyed. But all I could think about was Samuel Jackson, like... <laughs> and Emilio Estevez, shoot him! Shoot him, shoot him, shoot him! <laughs> shit man yeah but yeah no, i like the theater experience but what i don't like is the people showing up super fucking late standing in the way standing in your way or standing in my way because it's like motherfucker man like you know what time the movie starts mm-hmm. grab if you want to show up towards the end of the previews fine Show up at like 7.10 if the movie starts at 7. Or if mm-hmm. the movie starts at 7.10, show up at 7.20 with all your shit in hand. Um, That just irritated me. So I was like super pissed when they, I was like, man, it, it, to me, like I said, and you then you confirmed it, it looked like it was in yours and Dan's direct view of the screen. Yeah, it was. It was frustrating. So I, I was fucking, I was like, God damn it. <laughs> you know, and it wouldn't be as bothersome too i think if there was like a higher grade in the seating like you know, it, if was, it was like slanted more down it should be um, like that right well it's like that in the upstairs theater which is weird yeah and it's like how they were able to squeeze in two theaters in there okay but in my opinion probably yeah, yeah. but um i've noticed that in other theaters like when i went to that badass theater and watched the batman yeah the you know grades were super high and like you know, you, it just doesn't bother you when people, because they don't block your view. Yeah. So I would, um, I wouldn't always go opening night to a lot of movies before we started our movie club, mm-hmm. our awesome movie club. Um, some of them, I went to Deadpool opening night, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went to second night <laughs> again. Um, I went to Infinity War uh, on a Saturday and Endgame on a Saturday. But that's when they were doing that whole fucking 3D craze still, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I hated that, man. Mm-hmm. Did you like the 3D experience while it was going on in the theater? Didn't carry either way? Yeah. Yeah? If it yeah. was on, then you just watched it? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. What? Besides, uh, so we got... I'm taking off for a little over a week next month. But before I go, Spider-Man will be playing awesome that's yes yes and then a few weeks later is uh, right now i mean i'm pretty sure we're not gonna go <laughs> but you said it sucks because it looks like there's gonna be some cool shit in the flash mm-hmm. uh what else is coming up that looks good to you oh man i don't even know yeah i'm thinking about tv shows lately so what's I haven't your been, movies haven't been on my radar what's your jam right now for tv shows well so we started watching you don't do apple tv but there's a lot of really good shows on apple tv that's what jared tells me mm-hmm. so silo just came out and that's really good but i'm waiting that, for no. season two of severance and i'm waiting for the next season of foundation which is a sci-fi so i don't know if you're into that kind of thing it's like kind of sci-fi drama oh, okay but uh severance is fucking good 
it's like excellent. So that one is a suspense drama, kind of sci-fi, but it's not really set in the future. It's kind of like a dystopian corporate hell okay. sort of situation, which I like. Um, yeah, but it's fucking good. Nice. Yeah. They are filming uh, season two of House of Dragon. Everything was written before the strike. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, I am on the last season of Barry. Um, kind of indifferent on it. I don't know if you guys have. Have you and Dan watched that yet? No, I watched a little bit of it, but like I don't. Not into yeah. it? No, it's not that I'm not into it. It's just that like. Do you got so much other shit you're watching? Yeah. And like there's a few things that overlap that Dan and I will watch together. Okay. And we're not. When we're watching stuff together, I don't have too much time to yeah, watch. Other shit, right? Yeah. I like I was watching um, What We Do in the Shadows and uh, Wellington Paranormal. How are those? They're fucking stupid, and I love them. Nice. They're super funny, but like it's perfect, like doing the laundry shit because it's so dumb, and you don't. It's like not like you're gonna miss any big plot points if you're not paying attention. So nice. Yeah. Um. So I'm watching Barry. It's the final season. Uh, I am watching the show on Paramount Plus, Fatal Attraction. Yeah, that started. That, fuck, that is so good. Is it really? Oh, I'm excited fun. for it. Okay. Joshua Jackson mm -hmm. and uh, what's that girl's name? What's her nuts? Good old what's her face. Mm -hmm. They're both really good in it. Yeah. It is. And a really interesting choice, but if you look at it, you're like, damn, they kind of do look a little bit like Glenn Close and uh, uh, Michael Douglas, don't so, they? Yeah. So like. Weirdly. Uh, I liked the first one. I watched it. I remember rewatching it 22 years ago. Adam came over to my trailer. Mm -hmm. I was like, hey, man, I'm going to rewatch uh, Fatal Attraction. He's like, yeah, man. And we put it on. And, like, you know Adam pretty well at this point. Mm -hmm. And, like, we finished it. And he was just like, man, that's like one of the most disturbing movies I've ever watched, bro. I was like, you fucking. He's like, I get it, man. I get yeah, it. All the horror movies. All the yeah. horror movies. Like, but this is like, this could happen. Absolutely. <laughs> so I was at first when they announced it, I like Joshua Jackson. I like, uh, I'm going to look her name up real quick because uh, Fatal Attraction. I can't remember who the spouse is in this. Uh, Lizzie, Lizzie Kaplan. Mm-hmm. She's good. Who's the spouse? Amanda. Oh, Amanda Pete. Oh, she plays the psycho bitch in Get Out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, no, no. That's a different white girl. Looks like her, though. <laughs> <laughs> they all look the same. That's uh, Williams. Her dad was the, the guy who got fired for lying about peeing in a helicopter that got shot down. Brian Williams' daughter. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so I'm watching Fatal Attraction. I'm, I, I watched... Uh, I watched a documentary on Netflix about Waco, Texas and everything. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, holy shit, man. There was a Waco show that came out in 2018, but I just didn't have the energy back then to watch anything on David Koresh. Because mm. he's human garbage. Mm. Um, Is he the guy that was doing the shooting in Waco? No, no. He, he, he was leading the cult of Davidians. Okay. And they had that like 53-day standoff. Okay. And um, he was... Uh, I'm not really familiar. I, oh, I mean, okay. I know about Waco, and I'm not like... I definitely have morbid curiosity about 
but different things shit. like that. But yeah. Waco is not one I ever looked into. Yeah, so he led a cult there, and he was the second coming of Jesus, and he ended up banging all these women, and no one else could be married or have sex except for him. Mm. And then he was marrying like twelve and thirteen year olds and grooming them and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so after watching the documentary on it, I went back and watched the TV show on it. And then now they're doing a sequel called Waco the Aftermath and Michael Shannon's in both of them. Okay. And I like him. Yeah, I like <laughs> I Michael Shannon too. Yeah. And see, and that's another reason I, I, I'm interested in seeing him be General Zod again. Because mm-hmm. in that multiverse, General Zod doesn't fail. Mm. Um, but anyway, so I'm watching that. I'm watching Waco the Aftermath. I'm watching Barry. Um the final season of Cobra Kai is coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm trying to limit, like, I haven't watched a bunch of other shows yet either. But I'm kind of just all over the map as usual. Yeah, no, I don't know what movies are coming out, <laughs> It would have been funny if you were doing all the, the different poses. Remember on Family Guy? When they were making fun of the video, he's like, hmm mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what movies are coming out. Yeah, uh, except for Spider Man into the Spider Verse, which we discussed. And yeah, yes, that's a yes, big I'm yes for me. Fucking so excited for that movie. Mm-hmm. So excited. Oh, Dune. Oh yeah, you guys. I so I, I finally saw the trailer for it. Actually, no, they showed it at the theater. That's where I saw it. Mm. Right? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Indiana Jones. Yeah, I probably watch that. I gotta watch Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I've me- heard that was terrible. I have not seen it. Is it is it terrible? Yeah, me and you tried to watch it and we fell asleep because it sucked ass. Really? Yeah, we tried to watch it. I don't even fucking remember that. Yeah, what we year put- was that? 2011. Okay. We put it on and it had been out for three years. And we're like, oh man, Indiana Jones is awesome. And you're like, did you watch Kingdom of Crystal Skull? And I was like, no. And you're like, no, I didn't either. So we put it on and it just kind of sucked. <laughs> Wasn't there aliens? Oh, no, that was another one. No, it was aliens. Okay. It was aliens. (laughs) (laughs) And so we tried a couple times to watch it. We just fell asleep and then never went back to it. Mm. So I'm going to try to watch it before I'm going to rewatch them. Um, But I'm down to watch that Mission Impossible. I sent you a post, sent you a picture of the poster. Where do you stand on that? I'd probably watch it just because, I don't know, Tom Cruise... I can't, you can't help but fucking like the guy. Yeah. I'm so, so yeah. excited. Plus the bad guy is played by S.A. Morales. And I'm so excited. Who's that? He's awesome. He's so cool. He's so cool. He's just cool. Um, So I first saw him in a movie called Bad Boys with Sean Penn in like 1982. Never heard of it. <laughs> I'm going to close her mic, guys. Say goodbye to Carlene. <laughs> You ain't seen Bad Boys too. Yeah. <laughs> this is the original Bad Boys, actually. <laughs> it is, man. So, like, quick backstory. I, I asked my mom this on the podcast before. I believe I have. There was... Uh, so, around the time that he played Spicoli in Fast Times at Richmond High, mm-hmm. he had a movie come out called Bad Boys, and he played a teenager who robbed a store and uh, led the cops on a high-speed chase and ended up killing an innocent child on the street during the chase. Okay. Turned out to be the rival of his S.A. Morales' brother. Okay, so you're talking about a Bad Boys movie, yeah, not it, the Bad Boys No, movie. no. It's just, okay, see, that's why I was giving you a hard time there. Cause it was like, 
don't know. I actually have never heard of this movie. <laughs> I'm going to send you the trailer after this okay. podcast. Um, so they send him not to a prison, but they send him to a juvenile detention center. And there was, they bring him, they bring Sean Penn to a, a big prison and show him what the path he's going down. Okay. And S.A. Morales, his character is so hurt and everything, and he's a gangbanger anyways, right? He goes and finds Sean Penn's girlfriend and rapes her and takes his mask off. Oh, God. And they send him to the same juvenile detention center as Sean Penn. Okay. And so that's where I first met, met him, like. I, I say met like he was like, hey, Bruce and Milo, I heard you liked me in Bad Boys. I'm going to hang out with you now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which he did, and it was awesome. He was also in La Bamba. He played the brother. Mm-hmm. Anyways, he I'm is... I'm just looking him up right now. He is the bad guy in the new Mission Impossible. Okay. So me and you were at the movies last summer, I think for Love and Thunder. And they showed a trailer for it, and I was just like, oh, my God. And then, like, someone in front of us was like, oh, yay, another Tom Cruise movie. And I leaned forward and said, fuck, yeah, man, we need more. And you're like, hey, man. <laughs> so I leaned back, and I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> and uh, so I am down for that if you are down for that. Yeah. I mean, I'm going. Yeah. I mean, if you want to take along, take yeah. along. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited yeah. for that, man. Um other than that, is there anything you want to say? How are you doing on GTA? I tried calling you and you're busy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I was playing GTA when you called. You 100% were. Um, I'm still, I'm at level 85 and I got, I sell lots of drugs and yeah. I have lots of businesses and. Cops uh, didn't catch you yet? Mm, but yeah, they haven't, haven't, whatever. <laughs> you know how it goes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I like it. And um What is your character's name? Darlene. Pinky. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is it Pinky so- from Friday? <laughs> uh no. Oh, okay. So uh my motorcycle club is called Pinky's MC. Pinky's MC. Yeah. And uh yeah, I don't know. I like it a lot. Except I don't like to play with other I only play with my friend really because um people on GTA are like notoriously toxic and they'll just fucking grief you and you oh, cannot yeah. get anything done and you just get killed over and over and over and over when yeah. you're out in a public lobby because some asshole will not leave you alone. So like yeah. I almost feel bad for you except for you laughed at me in twenty twelve. Um we got internet and I <laughs> logged in and I, I thought that I could transfer over my fighter. I was playing uh, Fight Night, mm-hmm. and um, and you're like, you should log in and play, you know? And, uh, well, when I logged in, it didn't transfer over my fighter that I had built up into oh, a career. Oh, yeah, no way. It was all, like, at the bare minimum, and yeah. I didn't know that. And I got my ass kicked, and some guy came over the mic and was just talking shit, and you just started laughing at me, and then you laughed some more. <laughs> And then, like, I didn't know that all my stats didn't transfer, so I did it again. And the next person was talking shit to me the entire time while he was kicking my ass. <laughs> and you didn't do anything except laugh your fucking ass off at that me. That does not sound like me. 
it happened. <laughs> and I turned it off and I said, you know what? Fuck you, man. And then Skylar came and I was like, I can't believe you lost. I said, I know. It didn't transfer over. And Skylar's like, oh, yeah, you got to build it up on there. Mm-hmm. And so, like, Skylar logged in and he showed me, like, all the stats that I had on my career as opposed to when I was logged in. Mm-hmm. And it was all, like... Nothing. It was, like, a fucking kid fighting Mike Tyson. Yeah. And I just got my ass kicked and all you fucking sat there and you laughed like a bitch <laughs> for back-to-back <laughs> fights. Oh, that's rude. I'm sorry. You're not sorry at all. <laughs> no, but... uh <laughs> <laughs> no, my stats are getting better. Like nice. when I started the game, my shoot my shooter score was like super low and it was like spray and pray was what the little nickname on it was. Like nice. you just like shoot and pray that it hits something. That's... And now it's like much better. I'm actually like able to you know, but also as you level up that you yeah. get other assists too. Yeah. So like I think I'm really good at getting headshots, but the truth is that the game's actually helping me along because I've oh, okay. done enough of it that it's like by the way i'm gonna put spray and pay on my um spray and pray on my tinder profile Mm. (laughs) you like stay single my friend (laughs) (laughs) actually i got fucking uh my therapist says i'm a bad kisser like some people like you know it's not really funny right (laughs) and it's like did you just swipe swipe right on me to fucking tell me and critique my profile yeah (sighs) <laughs> and then they, then they and, block you. No, then they unmatch me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Which I makes me laugh. Anyways, no on Flash. Fuck yes on Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Is Dan a Spider Man fan or is he sitting it out? I don't know. Actually, no. I mean, he's not like a big Marvel fan in fan. general. Yeah, but um. I don't know. I'll have to find out. Yeah. But I am I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. Fucking big time, man. Mm-hmm. Um I'm excited for uh Indiana Jones. I hope it doesn't suck. Excited for so that'll be June. June and July for those movies. So our movie club is thriving, people. Yes. We're, the two <laughs> the two member movie club. <laughs> We're keeping the theater up. Jared was there last time. Yeah, he, he Jared, so he's the third member. Jared had a good time. Yeah, good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, even though we all didn't get to sit together, I still enjoyed your guys' company. Yeah, absolutely, it was fun. Um, like like we said too, we uh, we always sit back and kind of bullshit unless there's absolutely no no post credit scene, and then we'll just peace out. I'll always grab the second tub of popcorn, and then we'll take off and mm-hmm. bullshit. Until you get to your car or my car. So yep. it's been a lot of fun, man. I, I'm looking forward to more movies. Same. Absolutely. I, I like the movies we enjoy, but I really <laughs> I really like it while we're talking shit during the movies mm-hmm. to make fun of the movies. Yeah. Agreed. It's <laughs> always the most fun. I, I, I've been looking for that clip of Samuel Jackson like... Because <laughs> <laughs> that's all I could think of during that movie. I've never seen that one. I'm gonna have to look it up now. <laughs> um. So, uh, you taking a vacation this summer? Or are you just holding back? I don't know, man. My new job has like minimal PTO, that unfortunately. Sucks. Yeah, so yeah. I'm taking off. Like, I'm taking off an extra day coming up here at the end of this month, and then my friend is coming up from California to visit me, and she's gonna nice. stay with me. 
So I'm taking off two days in there July. Yeah. Do you want some fish? Uh, sure, absolutely. Yeah, maybe you could share it with her. Yeah, yeah. she loves it. Cool, man. I'll um, give you a couple jars to give her then. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I want to. We were talking about going to like uh, Boston or Chicago. Badass. Yeah. So I don't know because his parents live in Chicago and he's you know Dan's from Boston, so I don't know. Might be a might be a spot to go to, huh? Yeah. So. It's just a matter of, like, are we going to have the money? But, like, the thing is, too, is we've been saving to, to move out into our own house. And, like, I'm trying to decide if I'm going to... I think I've decided I'm going to try to buy a new house. Yeah. Um. So it feels really ambitious, but I'm I'm going to try. Well, you're a person I'd help move. Thank you. Yeah. Even though you laughed at me when I got my ass kicked on my favorite video game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Other than that, uh, are you doing a lot more hikes? Seems like you guys are getting a lot of hikes. In yeah, with man, longer I need days. to move my body more. I'm like so out of shape and like. Ugh. So we went to Connell Lake last night, and then how was that? Oh, it was great. Yeah, it was, it was beautiful nice. out last night. Yeah, it was really nice, and yeah. I think we, you know, we might try to get some kayaks or something because. Yeah. Be oh, I, I I got uh, I got something you could probably borrow. So oh, really? We'll, we'll actually awesome. we'll actually talk more about that when we get off here. Nice. That sounds good. Um. Is there anything else you want to say or are you good? No, that's it. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. All right. Later. Later. Later.